Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. Before we get into it, we realized after recording that for the first half of this episode, it is pretty hard to hear Jenna because of mic issues, but um, halfway through you can start to hear her better. So we hope that you enjoy this episode and can learn something from it. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I think it gets better every time we do it. Yeah, we're getting more practice. Yes. All right, welcome, guys, to episode two of Kindling whoop, whoop. Faith. I'm Sydney. I'm Jenna. Slay. Um, if you haven't watched our first episode, you guys should definitely go back because it is an important one. Just a recap of what we talked about last week. We talked about community and why it's important as being believers. And yeah, it's, it's a good topic. It is a good topic. You should go back and listen to it if you haven't already. Yes. Gentle plug. <laughs> also, to all the people who said that I sounded quieter, we put a book under my mic so it's closer to my face. Um, so I hope you guys can tell. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but I've received a lot of questions about the Kaplow theory. I haven't had any. It's called Staying in the Word, dog. Dog. And we thought we'd add some humor to the title. D-A-W-G. Yeah, so dog. hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, yeah, well, this is a very important topic, obviously, because um, the Bible <laughs> is the Bible. It's pretty important. <laughs> it's pretty important, and, you know, it's literally the words from God, uh, I would say, pretty important. So, kind of just jumping in. Timothy 3, 16 through 17. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. I think that in today's society, I know some people who would say, like, sometimes they forget to acknowledge that the Bible is from God, like it's God's words, because it's written by other people, if that makes sense. And like they had God telling them like what to write down and like God was with them when they were writing it down. So they really heard God's voice in that. But because we're not writing the Bible anymore, I think sometimes people forget that it is his words and not those of you know like the disciples or like it's from God it's not from them Mm -hmm. and so I think putting that reminder out also kind of increases the impact the Bible should have on our lives because it's from God like our father yeah true I think I get what you're saying like it's hard to see it as God breathed sometimes whenever it's kind of like a history book at the same time because yeah. it was written over 2,000 years ago yeah and by many different people so it can just be hard like nowadays to see it as yeah like God breathed but like it still is yeah and I don't know if I said it correctly no, you did. Okay, you did. okay, I'm okay. I'm just like putting my thoughts together. Yeah, no, too. I get it. <laughs> I I'm get just, it. I'm having a brain fart day. <laughs> we can leave that in there if we need, but just let be vulnerable, be real, be real. I just gotta be real. <laughs> I just gotta be real. Yes. Um, and also, I think it kind of talks about it in Second Timothy. Um, 
but reading the Bible kind of guides our steps. But in, I think, Psalms 32.8, Psalms 32.8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Um, I think the way we find counsel is through the Bible. Um, and so him saying, like, I will counsel you, um, I will instruct you, I will teach you, it's through the Bible. I mean, like, obviously, like, we have sermons and stuff, and that teaches us, but they preach from the Bible. Bible, Yeah. (laughs) If they don't, (laughs) stop going there. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, I think that that's a good reminder, like, through his instruction, like, he's going to guide us and instruct us and teach us through his word. Because mm-hmm. that it, it's his word. I like to emphasize that. It's, it's his. H, his. <laughs> and just like it said in the Second Timothy verses, I just read all scripture is suitable for learning and teaching and equipping you to live a more godly life. Yeah. And that's really what the Bible is. It's a book about God. Yeah, and it's a book that he gives us to live for his design of how, like he designed life, basically. Yeah, if that makes sense. It does. That's good. Um, I think that's something that um all Christians struggle with, whether it's a constant struggle or just like certain seasons of their life they struggle with is, you know, we need to like meditate on his word constantly. Um, It talks about that in Joshua. Joshua 1, 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Um, So, obviously, when he says the book of the law, he's talking about. So, he's talking about the law of Moses, which also known as, a.k.a. the Ten Commandments, which is God-breathed. Yes, we do. We love God-breathed scripture. (laughs) It's just so fun to say. (laughs) God-breathed. God-breathed. And we can apply it to, like, nowadays, like, we can just apply that to the Bible in general because like the Ten Commandments are a part of the Bible and we can meditate on the whole Bible which is actually really cool to think about like believers back then they didn't have the whole Bible and for them to have like such a strong faith then like that's so cool to me like I don't know I don't know if that makes sense but like no it does there's this Mm-hmm. And so it's just cool to see that back then they had like, scripture, like you were talking about, the right. law of Moses and everything. Right. And now we get to have the whole Bible. Yeah. And it's just cool. Because, Isn't that crazy? Like Jesus says, my words will not pass away. And that is so true because yeah. we have his word. I don't know if that relates yeah. to what you're saying. No, it does. I would okay. say, I say, yes. Yes. It does. Perfect. <laughs> but yeah, so it tells us to meditate on it day and night. And I think that, Christians can really struggle with that 
um, just like staying consistent in the word. I know that like, if I'm being completely honest, there's been times in my life where I've honestly just been like angry at God. And I was like, I don't really want to spend time in the word because when you're in the word, you're with him. If that makes sense, like you're spending time with him. And so, yeah, I think that you need to meditate <laughs> on the word. Um, and yeah, I think I would say I struggle with that in certain seasons of my life where I don't really understand why I'm going through what I'm going through. And I think that that's an area where like we struggle, like we're humans. We're not always, we're not perfect at all. Like we're not always going to be where we want to be in our faith. And I think that sometimes we don't show ourselves some grace towards that. Um, but I had a friend tell me like an analogy because I was telling her how like at the beginning of this year, I was super duper consistent in my word, like annotating, just, you know, growing so much spiritually. And then I got in a relationship that kind of pulled me away from that. And I completely stopped. And then whenever I was out of that relationship, I tried to get back to the spot where I was, where, you know, I spent like two hours in my quiet time, like day in the morning and at night, like just a lot of time with the Lord. And that's great. But I was so hard on myself for not being able to get right back into that schedule. And this friend told me like, you don't go to the gym and you build up all this muscle and say you get injured or something. And you can't go for a couple months. You don't go back to the gym expecting to be where you were at before. And so I think that can be, like, applicable to reading your Bible. Like, there's going to be seasons where you're not in it as consistently, but when you start to feel, like, that conviction to get back to being in your word, like, you can't just expect it to go back to where you were because it's a gradual thing. But also... So in that Bible verse that I just read where it was like, you will be successful if you meditate on the word. Um, in John 15, 7, it says something kind of similar that um, you can apply. Um, John 15, 7 says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. I don't know if that necessarily applies to like being successful, but if we abide in him and we abide in his word like he is there for us like we will be successful because he we're with him and so it says like if we abide in his word like anything well let me reread that just so i make sure i word it right ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you um there is reward in staying and abiding in the word Jesus. Praise the Lord. Yes, church. Um, another point I would like to make is that the Bible is truth and we can use it as a weapon. Just let that soak for a minute. Um, the days I'm not in the word are the days that I feel the enemy's attack the most. 
Um, so I think that kind of speaks to it kind of being like a weapon because when we're believers, we are in constant spiritual warfare. Like 100%. But also like find encouragement knowing that like God's already won and like he's going to be there for us. And it's just the enemy planting lies into our head and stuff like that. But that's exactly what it is. Like the enemy is planting lies into our head. But having the Bible, which is truth, that is our weapon against that. Because you can like these thoughts will come into your head and you can be like, no, because this is what it says in the Bible. stand against God if you invite God into your struggles God will win because he's just way more powerful than the enemy yes and I think there's like a verse somewhere in the Bible and it's like no weapon shall prevail wait mm-hmm. does that make sense like none of the enemy's weapons will prevail against the Lord yeah in John seventeen seventeen, it says, Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself, that they also may be sanctified in truth. Boom. I'm trying not to say that's so good because people were pointing it out. <laughs> I was about to say it. Like, no. But, okay, it is scripture. Of course it's good. Mm -hmm. And so that just talks about, like, being sent out and using the truth. And I think that's just, just wanted to bring it to the table. Just put it out there. I know you had the verses for the armor of God, right? Yes. There's, like, is it the belt of truth? Did I have that? It is the belt of truth. I know that there's... It is in Ephesians, but I've, I don't have any Ephesians verses written down. But also, while you're looking up that um, Bible verse, it talks about, like, the word being the truth in John. And I think a, an important verse that I wrote down is John eight forty four, And it talks about um, the devil. I'm not going to read it because it's kind of confusing in my translation. But essentially, it's saying, like, the devil is the father of lies and everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. And if we're thinking about that, like I was saying, like anything that the enemy is putting in our heads as like things against us, like it's all lies. Cause that's all he does. He's just deceitful. And the way to combat that is that, okay. Is by the truth, which is the word. And it is part of, like you said, like the armor of God. Mm-hmm. It is the belt of truth. Slay. So, like, a belt keeps you, keeps your pants up, you know? Oh, my goodness, you're right. So, you just, it just keeps you together, kind of. Yeah. Because you don't want your pants falling down. No, that'd be awkward. That would be embarrassing. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, just, I think that knowing that the enemy is lies and God is truth is so important. Mm -hmm. Um. But also (laughs) getting into more of like the, I mean, that's why we need to stay in the word, but like the how how. is also very important, which I think we should definitely talk about now. Yes. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, 
I started seriously getting into the word about a year ago. So it was like sophomore year of college, first semester. And I told my friend slash discipler that that I wanted to get more serious about like staying in the word consistently and so she helped me through that and I started reading Deuteronomy and I was I always like to do things the hard way you know so I'm like of course I'm going to start in Deuteronomy um an old testament book that is like all I don't know names names and laws and yeah like just hard stuff to read like by myself but mm-hmm. I was like I'm gonna do it because I want to and so she helped me through that and it was just it was actually really good because we started reading it together and she would help me like understand stuff better and like right. we were also reading a book called Women of the Word by Jen Wilkinson at the same time and that book also taught me some important things about how to read the Bible mm-hmm. because that had always been my problem growing up. I was like, I just don't know where to start, so I'm not going to. Right. And because I like to do things when I'm good at it <laughs> and character flaw. Um, but that's all right. So we were going through Women of the Word and one of the most important things that I learned from that book was that the Bible is not about us. It is a book about God. Yes. The, from the Old Testament to the New Testament, it yeah. is all about God. You told me that because I, like I said, I just finished Joshua a couple of weeks ago. And when we would talk about it, like sometimes I would find myself, I don't know, I would say complaining, just being upfront. Like I was complaining. I was like, this is not really impacting me at all. Like I'm not getting anything from this. Like some days it would literally just be a chapter with names in it. And I was like, God, like, I'm not getting anything from this. And then whenever I was talking to you about it, you're like, well, you know, I know why that's frustrating, but like the Bible isn't about us. It's about God and his character. And that like immediately changed my perspective when I was reading Joshua. Like, I think it was maybe halfway through when you told me that. And then after I like started reading with that perspective, it was like, oh my gosh, like throughout this entire book, of the Bible, like we can just see like God's promises being fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And that just proves like a part of God's character. Like he's never going to break a promise and he is faithful through his children and his, you know, the people who are faithful to him. And like, I don't know if I really said that right. (laughs) You did. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think, but like, I think that's a really good way to look at it and a really important way to look at it. Because if we're looking at it as like me, 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 like, one, the world does not revolve around us. It revolves around the Lord. True, because so, he made it. Yeah, and so we shouldn't make the Bible revolve around us when it's about God. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why a lot of people struggle to read the Old Testament. Yeah. And even parts of the New Testament, um, because it was written so long ago. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, how does this apply to me now? But it's like, no. It's not, su- I mean, like, of course, things apply to us today. Yeah. There are things written for us from God because it is God-breathed and like he gave us the Bible. Yeah. But ultimately, it's a book about him. Yeah. And 
it's not about us. So we, it doesn't always have to be like you said, like, me, 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 give me this, let it impact my life. Like, yeah. God, let me just flip to a random page and you can tell me what to do. Yeah. Um, the Bible is for us to learn more about him. Yeah. And so we can grow closer to him. And I yeah. think that was just one of the things that blew my mind. Yeah. About like the Bible and I'm yeah. from reading that book. Yeah. And like I said, like you sharing that with me completely changed my attitude mm-hmm. towards reading the Old Testament, which I feel like a lot of people are like, um, Old Testament. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, if we're being honest, I would say most people would say the New Testament, you get, you can apply more to your life. Mm-hmm. And that's just... Yes. I, I mean, I think that's true, too, because yeah. it is about Jesus and his right, ministry right. and after his ministry, just, like, sharing the gospel. Right. Which is, like, what we're still in. We're still in, like, I mean, like, we're not in the New Testament, but, like... Right. No, we, I know what you mean. We, like, use the New Testament in yeah. our lives because Jesus is here. Yes. Yeah. Holy Spirit, <laughs> fill this place. We're keeping that in. I hope you know. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like whenever anyone's kind of asked me, like, as a new believer, like, where they should start in the Bible, I tend to always direct them towards the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Just because as a newer believer, I think it can be the biggest impact. I don't know. I don't I, know. I would agree with that because the new, like, I've always heard you should start, if you're, like, fresh yeah. reading the Bible, you should start in a gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, because mm-hmm. it is important to know the gospel. Yeah, It's important to know that God sent Jesus to earth to die for us. Yeah. And that you can have a relationship with him. And so I think it's just important to start there. Yeah. And I think it when you're a new believer, like the New Testament can give a lot of direction on how you should live your life going forward as a believer. And I, I mean, obviously you can get that from the Old Testament more. But I would say just more like plain and simple in the New Testament. It says it more clearly. If you're mm-hmm. like a new believer, I think it can be really hard to get Again, going with, like, get things, but, like, see things in the Old Testament. So that's why I would say if a new believer comes up to me, which has happened, like, a couple times, I always direct them towards the New Testament. But I've recently done a thing because I honestly, this is probably, like, the first time I've genuinely been getting deep into the Old Testament. Like, before I would kind of read, like, a verse here or there. Um, but I would never really read a book. And so this is the first time that I've done that. And so I've already grown so much from that because I feel like I'm in a point in my relationship with the Lord where I just have this like longing to get to know him better. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that once you get to that point of like longing to know him, like the Old Testament, 100% is where you should go. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Because... When I started reading Deuteronomy, it's talking about them, like, going, they came, like, from some wilderness, you know? And it's just, like, it shows, like, how God was with them the whole time and how he's a promise keeper. And that's just, like, like, 
it shows that God is a promise keeper. Yeah. And he favors his people. And he will always be with them. And he will always be in control. That's what I learned from reading Deuteronomy. And I mean, there is so much more you can learn from it. You can read and reread a book and still not know everything about it. Yeah. Which is why it's always fruitful. Never think it's like a one and done deal. Like, I've probably read Ephesians, like, I want to say 10 times. And that's why it's so, like, heavily annotated in my Bible. Like, (laughs) it looks like a toddler just... (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's how James is in my Bible. And I I spent, I don't know, a few weeks on it. Yeah. Just rereading the same chapters, like, a few days in a row. But, like, that just proves that, like, God's word is so impactful no matter how many times you read it. For real. Honestly, maybe it won't be for a while, but I would probably read Joshua again. Yeah. I mean, I think I need a break from it. I think it might not be for a couple months, but, like, I'm going to go back. Yeah. Because I haven't read the full chapter with my new perspective that you kind of introduced to me. It was, like, it happened halfway through. Mm -hmm. So, like, I I have that desire to go back and, like, read it again. Yeah. And that desire is from the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes. Praise the Lord. Honestly, it's been such a blessing. Like, this has been, like, I can't even describe it, but, like, the longing I have to be in the Word is insane. Mm -hmm. Like, this is just, like, a this semester kind of thing. But, like, if I haven't read my Bible, which one I said, like, that's when I feel like the enemies attack the most. But also, like, if I haven't read the Word... I just, like, all day I'm, like, I want to read it. Like, I want to mm. read it so bad. There's, like, a hunger for it. Yes, exactly. Yes. It's good to be hungry for God. I am hungry for God. Hungry for the <laughs> Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, um, very Christian terms. Hungry for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than my milk analogy. <laughs> We're going to leave it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's all I'm going to say about the milk analogy. It was just interesting and will never be repeated. Yes. If you've heard it before, you, your ears have... They're cackling. They're you. cackling if they know it already. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I know it. You inspired it. You, <laughs> you said something, I was like, inspo. Inspo. I'm glad I can inspire you. <laughs> to say the most out-of-pocket <laughs> things. This might be cut out. Maybe. But it might not be. <laughs> Well, so I do have some questions, and Ooh. I know you wanted to talk about this topic. Not that I didn't want to talk about it, but it was your idea, you it know? Was. And I, I added the dog at the end. Yes. Staying in the word, dog. dog. Okay, so I actually have some questions that I can ask you. This is so professional. I know. Go ahead. I know, right? I'm Ooh. actually going to hold my mic this time. We are so so on days when you don't feel motivation to stay in the word or read it or, you know, whatever, you're just having an off day, mm-hmm. what do you do to continue to stay in the word that day? Um, for me, I just pray a lot because I, I feel like when I get to those points, I can acknowledge that it's the enemy. Like he doesn't want me to be reading truth. Yeah. Um. So I think I just pray about it. And honestly, like, I don't want to say, like, I force myself sometimes, but I definitely do. Like, I'll be praying about it definitely. 
But also if I just feel like, you know, I'm still in the mindset of like, I don't want to do this. I'm like, but I'm going to like, I force mm -hmm. myself to do it. And I will say like, it doesn't mean that I'm actually like, it could mean that I'm skimming through it or, you know, not really paying attention to what's said, but I opened it and I read it and that what it's to me is like clear that the enemy didn't want me to do. Mm -hmm. And so even if it's not as fruitful as it would be, if I was feeling motivated to read the Bible, like it's almost like, I don't know, like I slapped the devil across the face. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you thought I wasn't going to read it. Me How? <laughs> um, so that's what I would say. And honestly, like just being honest, like there are some days where I'm like really not feeling it and I just don't. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's just being part of human. But I would say for the most part, I just pray about it a lot. And then either the Lord will give me that motivation or I will just literally force myself to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier in the conversation about giving yourself some grace. Too. Yeah. Um, because we're not perfect. We're not, yeah. we are human. I almost said we're not human. We are human. We we're are not, not human. We are not <laughs> perfect. Right. Um, and it's just important to know that, like, things happen. And we it's okay to give ourselves some grace. Because God shows us grace all the time. Right. And it shows that even if you do, quote, force yourself right. to read the Bible, like, on a day that you're not feeling motivated, right. it still shows, like, God, I want this. Yeah, exactly. Even if I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Because our feelings are not truth. Yeah. Truth is truth. The word is true. The word ah. is truth. Little little mm. loop moment right there. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, it's just important yeah. to show grace. Would you say that you handle that pretty like similarly or like? Yeah, I would say so. Usually, I on days when I'm not feeling motivated, mm -hmm. I tend to prayer journal more because there's yeah. more on my mind. Yeah. Like usually when I'm feeling unmotivated to read I'm going through Genesis right now and so yeah. it's more of like a storyline and so it's like oh I've got to remember what happened in the story first yeah and so on days when I'm like not feeling reading Genesis I'll go to a different part of the Bible like probably somewhere in the New Testament mm -hmm. just to be like Lord I still want your word yeah. in my mind mm -hmm. I just I can't make myself focus on Genesis right now. Right. Um, but I also do prayer journal. Yeah. Whenever my mind is feeling like overwhelmed so that I can get those thoughts out on paper and like even go back and like read them. Yeah. And, you know, give them to the Lord and then like get in my word. And it is so much easier to focus. So more fruitful. So more fruitful. <laughs> <laughs> And just another little plug, if you haven't watched last week's episode, we're making t-shirts that say so more fruitful. And if you don't know what that means, go listen to the last one. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> do you <laughs> want to ask me your next question? <laughs> sure. Some of them I feel like you've answered. Okay. But I can ask this one. Okay. What initially motivated you to start diving deeper into the word? Um... I'm just going to say based off of, like, the beginning of the summer to now. Um, again, like, I went through a pretty, like, rough summer, and it was hard for me to, 
you know, stay consistent in the word and like rely on God. But I just felt like something was missing. And as someone who is a believer, like I, I know what it is. Like I was missing God in my life. Like I wasn't talking to him. I wasn't communicating with him. And so I think that when I really started getting into the word, it's when I came to that realization that what I was missing was him. And now I'm at a point where like, I really, like I genuinely don't feel like I'm missing anything because I am constantly in communication with the Lord, whether it's me reading the Bible or praying or staying in community. Mm-hmm. Gentle plug <laughs> from episode one. <laughs> but yeah, I would say the motivation for me to like get, was that the question? Motivation to stay in the word or like get in the word? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Cause sometimes I, I mishear same thing, but I'd say my motivation for getting into the word would be like, the feeling of missing something and when I was talking about the longing to be in the word like if I haven't been in the word like having that longing feeling like that originated from there God is addicting yes like in a good way you know um I mean I've never I would say that I'm slightly addicted to caffeine which is actually a real like thing yes yeah I'm very Uh, passionate about that mm mm-hmm you caffeine addicts drive me crazy. I know. Um, me and my mom, we get, like, the same symptom. My mom and I. My, my mom and I. <laughs> me and Tony. Tony and I. <laughs> we always, we get the same symptom of, like, getting headaches whenever we haven't had caffeine. I get a headache when I don't read the word. Boom. That God. was me bringing it back Yeah. on topic. Yeah. That was really good. That was really good. But I was thinking once. I think I was in bed trying to fall asleep and my thoughts were just whirling. And I was like, God, once you like reveal something, it's hard to like go and believe that again. Like, you know, the Lord had like revealed some lies to me and everything. And I was like, my flesh was like trying to believe them again, you know? Yeah. And like, I just couldn't believe them anymore. (laughs) (laughs) licked the mic <laughs> oh lord <laughs> the face of shock that just came on my face when I did that <laughs> yes yeah I agree but because the flesh is also our enemy yes and I don't think like I think that some people don't acknowledge that like obviously the devil is our enemy right but yes. also so is our flesh and just got out of breath for no reason. <laughs> Wait, I think what I was trying to, like, you know my example that I just said? I was trying to connect it back to, like, that God is addicting. So I think it's, like, once you're deeper in relationship with him, mm-hmm. it's, like, you're just hungrier to get to know him better. Yes. And you, like, you have withdrawal. Yes. Basic. <laughs> basic. So it's just the question that you asked me, but to you, how do you, like, how did you get motivated to be in the word? What motivates you to stay consistent in the word? Or like what motivated you to stay consistent in the word? To like initially get into it? Yeah. 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 I would say I also had like a rough summer before I started 
getting into it. It was like the summer before this past summer. So like you just finished freshman year or something? Yes. Okay. And it was like what we were talking about last episode. Oh, gentle plug. Was that a plug? Oh. Um, about how I felt isolated mm-hmm. again. Just like two summers in a row, you know? Great. But so good for the soul. Right. Um, but I didn't have like super strong community mm-hmm. and I was taking summer classes and working at the same time and I just wasn't in like a good place mentally without like community to hold me up. And so I realized like maybe community was the only thing holding my relationship with God together. And so I was like, I need to change that. So I wanted to get into the word more Mm -hmm. and also like learn more about it and learn how to read the Bible kind of thinking that I needed to be taught how to do it instead Mm -hmm. of just opening it up. Yeah. And then reading the book that I was talking about earlier also helped because it did show me that the Bible's not about us. It's about God and that we can invite him into our Bible time with us so that it's like him actually speaking to us right? and not just us reading random words off a page. Yeah. Well, I think, I don't know why, but I feel like someone needed to hear you say that, like, maybe community was the thing that I solely relied on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of how, like, a lot of my life had been. On it, yeah, I would say especially, like, freshman, sophomore year, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, I would say that's probably, like, what I relied on the most. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like a lot of people need to hear that because that can't be. Community is great. Yes. Obviously, we did a whole episode about it. But reading the word is also great because we're also doing a whole episode about this. Exactly. It's not like you can have one without the other. Exactly. Um, They're both a gift from God. Yeah, everything ties in together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a good conversation. Well, that's encouraging that you feel like somebody I, needs to hear that because I, yeah, I just I definitely started talking. Do. I definitely do, and I know that like I don't know if I felt that way. Like I definitely don't feel like that way now. Like community is the only thing like I'm relying on, but I feel like in the past it was, mm-hmm. and so I know that like if you're going through that, like you're not alone. Like we've all been there, mm-hmm. and I hope that this episode kind of can help you. Yeah get to where you need to be um but yeah this is a good conversation right yeah just like going off that another example like freshman year I had like FOMO like of missing out on stuff I I think you told me that yeah like I would go to all these ministry events because Mm -hmm. I'm like I can't miss one because you know I have to go to all of them I have to get my fill of my Jesus time you know going to this on Monday nights this on Tuesday nights this on Wednesday all this stuff um, but I'm not staying in my word yeah. on my own. Yeah. So that's just how community, not that community's bad. Right. But it was the only thing that I was doing to strengthen my relationship with God. Yeah. And so realizing that that's not the only thing that can strengthen it mm-hmm. was important for me. Yeah, for sure. If that makes sense. It does. Yeah. That's good good well thank you guys for listening um we hope that you guys were able to get some you know tips on like 
staying in the word and like how we've done it um if you haven't listened to last week's episode go ahead and do that because it is also very important to hear um and then next week we will be talking about living on mission which again everything kind of ties in together so yeah that we're excited for that one um we still haven't really come up with an outro (laughs) right we'll be posting every saturday every saturday we're going to be posting so we do have a schedule now yes um we also post it on our instagrams um but maybe at some point we'll just make the podcast its own instagram yes oh that'd be cool that's like a future exciting thing yeah that's that what could we, happen yeah um so yeah we hope that you guys were able to you know be uplifted um, be encouraged inter- that's the word i was looking for uplifted is good too that's they're good. like synonyms oh, cinnamon rolls <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so tune in for next week's episode listen to this week's episode obviously that's what you're doing you can listen to last week's episode and listen to last week's um but yeah don't be shy leave us comments we do read them and they are fun to read we appreciate them and we really do appreciate them and if you know us personally we love when you guys come up to us and talk about like what we talked about it just is so encouraging um so yeah we hope you enjoyed the topic of staying in the word dog i was waiting for you to do that that was, that was so good. Kaplow. Kaplow. <laughs> Another episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, tune in next week. Watch last week. Watch. Listen to last week's. And Watch with your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Maybe we should just end with saying praise the Lord again. No. But that's how we began. Yeah. We can come up with something more creative soon. Yes, but for now, it's just going to stick with the bye-bye. The the (laughs) The bye-bye. The bye-bye. All right, guys. We will talk to you. Talk to you. Next week. Next week. Talking about living on mission. All right. Bye, guys.